Welcome to Drop the Bags, Bitch, the podcast, where we talk about healing from traumatic marriages and divorces. I'm your host, Melinda Gerdung, certified life coach, domestic violence survivor, and the divorce coach for women who want to get over their ex and live their best life. Hey, my friends, happy fall. Today, we are going to be talking about red flags in a relationship. I see lots of people wanting like a list of red flags that they need to be watching out for. I see all the time online, someone will like pick something that their partner does and be like, is this a red flag? And I don't think this behavior or this questioning is useful. I think that red flags exist, but I don't think that you could ever come up with a comprehensive list because what each person wants in a relationship is different. And what is a red flag for one person might not be for another person in the sense that if there's something that's really important to you in a relationship and there's a sign that that's going to be impossible in the relationship that you're in, for you, that's a red flag. Whereas for someone else, that might not be a red flag. It isn't as cut and dry as we would like it to be. I also think that getting hung up on what is a red flag is pointless. Like if you have to ask, you already have your answer. And I think this gets used by people to create confusion for themselves so that they don't have to confront an uncomfortable truth. Like if you are afraid to leave your relationship or afraid to be alone or even just feel like you don't want to have to make the effort of leaving, but there are things that are bothering you in the relationship, it is really easy to spend time researching red flags instead of actually confronting the fact that you are unhappy in your relationship. I did this all the time in my my own marriage. I would spend time Googling What is emotional abuse? Signs of emotional abuse. Is this abuse? And then I would read all about it. And I would want to like confirm that every little thing that he did was abuse. Like it wasn't good enough for me that I had already confirmed one thing he did was abuse. I pretended to myself like I needed more confirmation. And I did this because I was scared of leaving. Like... I knew that I didn't want to be in an abusive relationship and I thought that I should leave if it was abusive, but I was also scared to. And so instead of confronting that fear, I used this Googling as a way to like distract myself. It was an artificial confusion so that I could delay making the hard decision to leave or stay. And what is so interesting is that I was already making a choice there. I was choosing to stay. I was just telling myself that I wasn't. And the thing is, I never really needed a Google search to confirm that it was abuse. I already knew. Deep down, I knew. Because when you are in a healthy relationship, you never think to Google anything like that. Right? You aren't Googling if something is a red flag or if something is abuse. In the relationship I'm in now, I never Google anything like that. It never even occurs to me to Google anything. If you are asking, that is already your confirmation. You already know. You just might not want to admit it yet. 
And that's okay. Like, this is very normal. Leaving the relationship is an unknown. And, like, we don't know what's going to happen when we leave. And the human brain hates the unknown. To the primitive human brain, the unknown represents possible death. Right? There's thousands of years of human evolution that said if you stay in this cave... Where you know there's no danger, you're safe. But if you venture outside of the cave, you might get eaten. Right? The unknown to most of our brain, these primitive parts of our brain, means possible death. And that's why the unknown can literally feel like a threat to our very existence. Because to our brains, it is. And this is why people hate and resist change so much. To that part of our brain, staying in a relationship, even a toxic or an abusive one, is safer than venturing out into the unknown, right? The devil you know is better than the one you don't. All our brain knows is that we are in the relationship today and we are alive. And so it takes that to mean that staying in the relationship equals staying alive and leaving equals possible death. And so it's always going to push to stay. And now what sets humans apart is the prefrontal cortex of our brain. And this is the part of our brain that can perform higher reasoning. Unlike the rest of the parts of our brain that are more primitive, right? We share it with other animals. And this is the part that can know that the rest of the brain is going to throw a tantrum about leaving and can insist on leaving anyway. Right. Whenever you hear someone who hasn't been in an abusive relationship say something like, well, I would just leave. They are talking from the point of view of their prefrontal cortex. Right. Logically, it makes sense to leave. So, of course, you would just leave. Right. What they don't realize because they haven't experienced it is that the rest of your brain will literally fight you like it is fighting to stay alive. Like you will literally go into a trauma freeze response. And then it will provide you with all the logical reasons or your excuses to why you should stay to confirm what is happening in your mind and body. Like, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have any money. It's better for the kids. I'm probably overreacting, right? All the reasons come up after. And all of this is completely normal brain function. Like, it all makes sense when you understand how the brain operates. And knowing this has really helped me not blame myself for all the things that I did in that relationship, including staying longer than logically I knew I should have. So when you're sitting there wondering if something is a red flag or not, pay attention to why you are wondering that. Chances are it is because something has occurred that you don't want in a relationship. And if it is not something that you want in a relationship, you really have three options. Number one, you can have a conversation with the person about it and maybe this will resolve it and maybe it won't and you have to be prepared for what you will do if it doesn't resolve it. Or number two, you could leave the relationship. Or number three, you can stay with something that you don't like and be unhappy. Those are the only options. And your brain will want to create artificial confusion and it might want to Google red flags and might even try to tell you that maybe you're the problem, maybe you're too picky or you're too whatever. The brain will tell you a lot of things to avoid going into the unknown. 
but you can use your prefrontal cortex to know this and to watch for it and be on to it. Because that artificial confusion, it steals your life away. It keeps you stuck in bad situations. It stole years of my life. Look, leaving a relationship is hard. It's so hard. Even leaving in an abusive one. It is like going against your whole survival instinct to avoid the unknown. It feels like death and dying and absolute fucking ass. But that absolute fucking garbage feeling can't actually hurt you. Those feelings, no matter how awful, don't put you in any mortal danger. But staying in a bad relationship might. And the thing I know for sure is that when you're settling for something that you don't want, you 100% guarantee that you won't have what you want. Leaping into the unknown at least gives you a chance. You get a shot at having everything that you want. Staying guarantees that you won't. I can remember thinking about my life and the women in my family live like well into their 90s. And I was thinking about living that long and it felt so awful. Like I was miserable in my marriage and the thought of spending that long in guaranteed misery was intolerable. Like I remember thinking that I'm already miserable. Like even if I'm miserable when I leave, it will still be better than where I'm at now because then at least I'll have a chance to make it better. And I did. Life is so much better now. Like it's better than I ever imagined that it could be back then. Like I didn't even have the ability to comprehend how good things could be. And now I know that there there are safety complications when leaving an abusive relationship. And for that reason, I have included some resources for getting out safely in the show notes. Because even if you are in an abusive relationship, you can get out. You can make a plan and you can carry out that plan. And you can plan to be scared shitless. You can plan to be scared and do it anyway. Because it never gets better. If you stay, it just keeps getting worse. And one day it will most likely kill you. But you can have a great life. It is available to you. You just gotta make it through the hard part. Alright my friends, that was some heavy shit. Don't let yourself be trapped by artificial confusion. Tell yourself the truth. Even when the truth kind of sucks ass. It's way more empowering to be with a sucky truth than to pretend you're confused. You're in charge of your life. Even when it doesn't feel like you are, you are. There's always choices that you get to make. And making good choices starts with telling yourself the truth. Alright, until next time, my friends, be well. Hey, my friends, if you're ready to get serious about your healing, I have a video of exactly how to recover from a toxic relationship. You can download it at melindagerdongcoaching.com slash subscribe. See you soon.